0: Good afternoon everybody Hey everybody uh, We would like to start this cast with an acknowledgement of the fact that We are going to be covering the DC animated movies And we cannot do that without At least getting out of the way The fact that Darwin Cook Who's The New Frontier Inspired uh, the second movie in this series uh, Justice League The New Frontier um, He passed away yesterday And um uh, he was just an absolute master. I'm a huge fan of his work. Um, I have The New Frontier actually on my bookshelf. Uh, and I have the movie too. So uh, we start this cast by raising a glass to him. Cheers. And thankfully when when his movie comes up, we get to celebrate it. Um, I reviewed it for the, uh, the film room lobby a couple of years ago and did it very positively. So there's that. So with that out of the way... Let's 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 begin with this with uh, the standard hello. Hey guys. Hope everybody's doing well today. Um, we are covering another giant blind spot today. Yeah. And this is a big blind spot because I cannot believe it's taken us until now to actually do this. Do you know that we have never covered a DC Comics movie on our cast?
1: Yeah, we've always kind of danced around it and you know done stuff for the lobby, but we haven't actually done it. Like straightforward and that's not a good thing
0: because we're not not dc fans i mean admittedly part of it is the fact that marvel's been flinging two movies a year at us minimum uh whereas dc has only been doing you know the two that they've had going and then you know of course they've they've got the cinematic universe going uh now yeah we don't intend that as a slight we we really don't um I have a number i have probably i would say just about as many d c graphic novels on my shelf as i do marvel um i am a huge fan uh, if I don't read as many uh in weeklies uh that's because i you know i tend to pick them up in trade at the library um or you know just in collections i, I am a big d c fan um and uh we didn't want this to be the case, but you know there's just the issue of how many opportunities do you get um Let's face it, their cinematic universe has been very contentious. Uh, It's been a very difficult topic to cover. We're going to touch on them at some point uh, in the banked casts that will be coming. Uh, We we do at least talk a little bit about Batman vs. Superman. But instead today we're going to stop and talk about their animated movies. Um, With a a particular focus on one that's available on Netflix now, uh, Justice League War. Uh, but we are going to cover We're going to cover as many of them as we can today uh, We're not going to do a go down the list thing Because, you know, we haven't seen them all But we are going to stop and, you know Give them a good full discussion um, Because uh, their their animated movie initiative Has been a very positive thing
1: It stems from, you know, the uh, Batman and Superman cartoons Which are a really good start for that And it's great to see that same spirit expanded out into today. Yeah.
0: You know, we're 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 gonna you know, so we're gonna cover the good ones, we're gonna cover a couple ones that we're not so high on. And I will say uh we ha- we did do the comics for rent column for uh, a period that is coming back alongside this cast. Uh we are gonna get at least three or four more reviews up. But uh I wanna talk about this program, especially because it's been getting a lot of attention lately. You know, this does kind of have its roots in the animated universe, so before we talk about the movies, let's go on ahead and talk about the animated universe, uh, which consists of, for those who are unaware, uh, Batman the Animated Series, Superman uh, the Animated Series, um, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, and Batman Beyond form sort of the core. So yeah, that that's pretty much what people, you know, when people think of the animated universe, that's what they think of. Uh, it's gonna come as a as little shock, I think, to people for me to start off by saying that I absolutely love the DC animated universe. I think it is incredible.
1: Like the one we saw today was PG thirteen, mm-hmm. uh, so they did, you know, something that I think they do include something that I think was not really necessary but missing. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like they so, they kind of wanted to push it, but it was a kids' network, so they couldn't. It's fascinating what they did get away with though. I mean, it's like they they
0: they drop a shit in the film. <laughs> but it's fascinating to me what you know, what you know, looking back at Batman the animated series what they got away with. Yeah, it is astounding. They got away with a lot. There's a lot of gun violence on that show, which the later Spider-Man animated series could not get away with actually.
1: Yeah, yeah, the 90s one. Yeah. The 60s Spider-Man cartoon Got away with a lot more than the 90s one Because Fox told them Not to have any violence Which makes no sense for a superhero property But okay
0: I'm really not a fan of the 90s uh, Marvel shows Can I just say that right off the bat I'm really not a fan of them Um, They haven't aged very well At all
1: But there is a uh, There is a specific scene From I think it's from one of the Superman one of the episodes of Superman where there's a news story uh involving like superhero origins like this the origins of these like fantastic four like beings, but clearly not fantastic four hint, hint. um mm. but yeah they they're in space, and this thing happens to them, and there's a news story and the the newscaster says. You may want to usher younger children out of the room as this is very graphic. And then there are two kids watching the TV, and the younger one says, "Turn it up."
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course, I know the story that that's referencing, that's actual. That's an actual story from the DC comics. Uh, really? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Nice. Yeah, there have been lots of shots across the bow at each other. Um, you know, even
1: as a kid, I'm like, yeah, they know their audience.
0: The animated universe. Uh for DC was always one of the most intelligent you know really thought-provoking places Um, stories were not easy rarely did the Batman animated series get all that cartoonish it dealt with some very serious issues Um, for a lot of kids this was their first exposure to ageism
1: look that's me in there the real me but it's not really real is it made up and pretend like my family and my life and everything else why couldn't you just let me make believe
0: Uh, they had a couple of stories dealing with that they had a couple of stories dealing with the pain of loss the pain of grief i failed you i wish there were another way for me to say it i cannot I can only beg your forgiveness and pray you'll hear me somehow, some place, some place where a warm hand waits for mine. It was very dark, it was very dark, um gorgeously animated
1: the episode where uh uh actually with dark side where uh uh one of the major side characters is killed off,
0: yeah. Yeah, the Justice League animated series did not pull any punches. Uh characters were it was complicated. Characters had very difficult times. Um uh, it, it, there's there's I I really cannot recommend it enough. Uh it was also a case where frequently they did have studio interference um going on on the shows. Uh we talk about this I think on the uh banked Cast that um Fox executives ordered, uh, in order to keep the Joker's henchmen from seeming too, uh, well, I mean, the, the long and short was they didn't want him to seem too gay, so they said, you have to make one of his henchwomen a woman.
1: Mr. J, my pudding
0: Yeah. Yeah, that worked out. That worked out. That's, that's a great case of subversion, if I ever heard one. And seriously, that's the reason I think that the DC animated universe is so great, is because A lot of the things that it created came over to the mainstream universe. Uh, Harley Quinn was created for the animated series and has become a massive character. She has two of her own books
1: now, after all. And every little uh, snippet I've read of one of her comics looks absolutely wonderful. She is a very well-defined character on her own.
0: I've only read, I would say, maybe one trade that I didn't absolutely love with the character. i don't like the new 52 look but um i love how she's written in it so i don't care yeah that's the thing if if you write your character well enough i can overlook things that i don't like if you write the character right
1: not not sure how uh she's going to fare in suicide squad but
0: i have all i have all kinds of questions about that um I'm more optimistic based on the actress but I'm also less optimistic based on everything that I see about coming out of it. I I don't know.
1: Yeah, no from from the trailers it looks like uh she's perfect. Yeah. But
0: yeah. We will see. I'm going to be very hesitant until the moment. Uh so I mean there's some good there. There's there's a lot of good there. I really do Uh. I really do see a lot there that I like. Um but uh, she wasn't the only thing that people that was created. Uh, the character of Renee Montoya who became A major figure um, in 52, one of my all-time favorite stories. uh, One that Linkara constantly points to in his reviews correctly. It's a masterful story. I love 52. Um, You also had Batman Beyond actually did wind up crossing over into the comics. Uh, They did wind up uh, establishing that as a canonical future. So, Which is interesting because, of course, that was a case that was forced on them as well. They were told, you have to do a Batman of the future
1: story. And that's what they came up with. So not bad, not
0: a bad success at
1: all. Yeah. Okay. No that that was the series with the kids with the news story. Nice. Nice. Now. Yeah. But yeah. I, again, I love all the shows,
0: and so and so. What's interesting is they pretty much have nothing to do with the movies that we're going to talk about today. That might surprise people. Um, they do to a certain degree in that a couple the, in that occasionally the voice actors come over, but. The movies were never the movies that they did were never actually you know in that canon the closest i the closest i think they came was i think Justice League Crisis on Two Earths it started as part of the d c animated universe, and it was a rejected script that they decided okay, we're gonna save this and do this now, but that's as close as it came otherwise they just never really dealt with it so now I should point out before we get into these to the you know to these movies. They did, in fact, do uh, three DC Animated Universe movies that did go to... Um, one of which went to theaters, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, yeah. Widely considered one of the all-time best Batman movies. Um, correctly. Yeah. It is It is great. And then you had uh, Justice... Then you had um, Batman uh, Mr. Freeze Sub-Zero. That went to uh, DTV. Uh, you had... Um, and then you had, uh, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, uh, which also did. Um, I also, I'm not sure about where it falls. I think Batman Mystery of the Batwoman was also a DC Animated Universe project, but I'm not sure. Yes, that is, yes, that is indeed DCAU. I, I take that back. So there's four. See? See, this is, um, uh, because it's based on the, uh, New Batman Adventures, uh, pretty good by the way actually pretty good um it was from series writers um and it is yeah it's it is definitely canonical so yeah so uh, there we go there we go there's our answer so there's four just getting that out there there is I'll, i take it back there's also a fourth one um but it's more of the pilot the superman series the
1: uh batman superman movie is also there so there you go and people also point to that as a if you don't like uh Batman v Superman well there's already one there for you so mm. and that's a pretty good one that is
0: one that I, I i do like um so there you go uh there you go yeah what it is is it's ba- is uh what it is regarding uh, crisis on two earths is it was based on a uh an abandoned DTV project that would have been set in the universe But they removed, but they set it outside of continuity. So that's what that is. So anyway, with that out of the way, let's talk about the uh, DC uh, animated movie project, Um, which is, uh, you know, it started in 2007 with uh, Superman Doomsday and continues to this day. Initially, there wasn't. Yeah, I know, I know. It didn't start well, and it's not. And let's call it what it is. It's not going well either. Okay. Um, Yeah. Now, initially, the movies were completely disconnected, aside from there were a couple that were direct sequels and directly related, but not too many. But so, so what we're really talking about today, just so that everybody is clear and on the same page, is what's been referred to as the DC Universe original animated movies. At least that's kind of the the overarching name of the series that they've called it. Right now, they have plans. They have plans for movies up until uh, twenty twenty, actually.
1: Oh, nice. Um, uh,
0: which which is nice because I'm really in, I, I I do enjoy these. So, you know, they typically do two or three a year. They're typically uh, PG thirteen rated. They're typically more violent. They're typically more adult. Um, the forthcoming Killing Joke will be rated R. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh,
1: they're.
0: They're a lot of fun. Um, most of These movies tend to run about 75 to 80 minutes, which is why The Dark Knight Returns, when they did that, they had to do it as two movies, though it's since been re-edited into one. So, the, so that one edited together actually runs uh, an hour or two hours and 20 minutes. I've not seen it. I've heard mixed on it. I've heard some people say it's really great. Um, I've heard some people say it's really bad. I'm not a Frank Miller fan. I've already established that, so I'm probably never going to find out. Uh, I'm not interested in it. So since the since this is the topic that we're going to be discussing, um, I'm going to ask you which ones have you seen?
1: Superman Doomsday. Which?
0: Yeah, I don't. That's, I hate it. Um,
1: yeah, let's get a review of that one up. Uh, I want to hear, yeah. do a review. Can do that. I have to get my hands on a copy of it because I haven't seen it in a while. But yeah. Wonder Woman, which I own and is great. I own Batman Under the Red Hood, but I have not seen it. Oh, you have to see that one. That's great. Yeah. The only reason I haven't is because I... uh, or the only reason I own it, I should say, is, um, I ran it on Redbox and just never got around to returning it, so it's mine. Oh, you need to watch it, man. If you've got the option, you need to watch it. Awesome. Yes, I will do that. Um... Again, there there's some that I might have seen, but I uh, may have forgotten about. I have now seen Justice League War, mm-hmm. which we
0: will be which we are going to be discussing at length. That's the one that we watched for the cast, so we're going to be giving that one some special time.
1: But yeah, I in short, I've seen Doomsday, I've seen uh, Wonder Woman, I may or may not have seen Batman Superman Public Enemies. Uh, and I own Under the Red Hood and I should get on that. Yeah, you really should but yeah, that's that's my extent of that's the extent of what I've seen.
0: Um, I've seen uh let's see, I've seen Justice League New Frontier, which I own, I've seen Gotham Knight, I've seen Wonder Woman, I've seen Superman Batman Public Enemies, and Superman Batman Apocalypse, uh I've seen Under the Red Hood, um, I have seen uh, The Flashpoint Paradox. Uh, I have seen Justice League War. And that's it for now. But uh, I have every intention of watching some more of these. Um, And I'm going to try and get a few of these up. And I'm going to try and watch at least a couple to get reviews up uh, for this week. But here's what I notice as a whole about these movies. Uh, They range in quality. But as a whole, I'm really kind of shocked to say this, but at 75 minutes... I never I very rarely come away from these feeling like these are these are anything less than full-length movies, which is really kind of funny. Yeah, these movies literally run half the length of their major counterparts, but it's all about scene selection. Uh, you, you talk about Wonder Woman. that movie to me, is just as good as if we'd had that as if that was our mainstream Wonder Woman movie, that would have been great. In fact, there are a lot of things that one does that I kind of prefer. Uh, I really like Carrie Russell as Wonder Woman. She's a really strong choice. And given that I'm not that high on Gal Gadot's work as Wonder Woman, it is kind of painful that she's so good in that. When I have an eerie feeling that the cinematic version is so not going to be very good. Yeah. She's really... But uh, I really... The Wonder Woman one is excellent. That one it's amazing because it's all about just getting every scene perfect you know it's to a point it's you get enough information they get enough strong character moments in there um it's funny new frontier covers a big epic storyline with multiple main characters and still does it within 78 minutes that's really a feat by the way, there's another one with a much better Wonder Woman than the one that we're getting cinematically. Uh Lucy Lawless does indeed play the role for that movie. Nice. That's perfect.
1: Wait a minute, Zena can't fly? I told you I'm not Zena. I'm Lucy Lawless.
0: Oh god, that's that is as perfect as you would imagine it would be. I realize Amazonian warrior
1: is kind of typecasting for her, but oh, she's she's good in that. Um yeah. And that that also means that yeah, we're more Xena fans than Hercules fans. Yeah, of course we are. She's awesome. <laughs> She's awesome. I mean,
0: I... I, I, I and for the record, if, if NBC does indeed eventually do the reboot of the character, you're bringing her back. I don't want to hear any excuses. You're bringing her back. You mean that for Xena? Yeah. If they do indeed do the reboot... Fuck yeah. They're bringing her back. Like, and I don't mean that that is in that's what their plans are. I mean, that's the order from the fans. She has to come back. Otherwise, it's invalid. But, but I really do, I mean, I watch these movies, and by and large, I'm really surprised by how quality they are, uh, you know, in terms of telling these things. And I think part of it is, and I figured this out when I, because you mentioned public enemies, part of it is the fact that they're adapting comic book storylines, which have the same economy of uh, storytelling. Virtually every one of their animated movies is based on a previously existing storyline. Like, okay, uh, Superman, Batman, uh, those two movies are based on the first two arcs of uh, Jeff Loeb's incredible uh, book, which I cannot recommend enough to people. Uh, I believe those two storylines are actually now collected in a single volume, um, which can easily be purchased. It's pretty cheap, and it's well worth your time. Those are both great stories. Uh, The artists that he had on them, Ed McGinnis on the first arc, and Michael Turner. Uh, the late Michael Turner on the second, are just masterful. Um, So, when you're working with a format that's already used to economy of scale, it's easy to translate that, because they don't really leave anything out for uh, those storylines. Seriously, Public Enemies basically follows that story almost note for note, except for the last line of the story, which was a setup for Infinite Crisis. Yeah, I actually have, uh, I actually have, uh, the, uh, first two, I, at least at one time I had the, vo- the first two volumes of that book. So yeah, again, that's one that I really do like. Um, uh, if you haven't seen Public Enemies, Public Enemies is just a big, rollicking, fun Superman-Batman story. One where they already know each other, one where they're already friends, and even though it's not set in the DC animated universe, it does indeed have the voices of, uh, Kevin Conroy and, uh, T- I think Tim Daly did, uh, the voices for that. And then, uh, Clancy Brown comes back for, uh, Lex Luthor. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's not an anime, it's not a DC animated universe project, but only barely is it not. So, yeah, I mean, I, these movies, they really do, they flow well and they tend to have really good action sequences, which is another thing I really enjoy about them. Um... What they don't do, and this annoys me, is they rarely, they never seem to really actually imitate the art of the series that they're based on. That is one thing that I don't, that does bug me about them, is there is kind of a house style on all of these, um, except for New Frontier, which does indeed mimic Darwin Cook's uh, very specific uh, art style.
1: Does does the one we watched uh, for this week uh, also have that art style?
0: No, it does not. Huh. I am gonna have some things to say about the art style in this one.
1: A little ways from the discussion, but it's that's weird because of like the big deal that the opening and closing credits make of uh, uh, you know comic art. Yeah, the art.
0: Ooh, I'm. You know what? I'm gonna really be holding my thoughts because you're because you're getting me um, riled up. And I don't. <laughs> I don't want to get there yet. Suffice it to say, I wish they had. I will say one thing that that you, that you I will notice that you will notice as you look at the, at their ongoing slate is they started out initially able to ju- jump around the universe. Uh, they didn't just do the big two, you know, they did the Wonder Woman movie. They've done a couple of Green Lantern movies, you know, they did uh, an origin movie for Green Lantern and then they did uh, an anthology film. I haven't seen either, but I've heard they're both pretty good. Green Lantern has some stories that could make for excellent films Here's the hard truth There's a mandate inside of the company that they can't do these movies They can't do movies that don't focus on the big characters anymore Even Superman seems to be struggling to get a standalone animated movie inside of DC Most of the movies that, that they're doing right now are either Justice League or Batman movies That is one sad thing and that's because sadly some of these movies did underperform. Uh Wonder Woman did not do as well as they were hoping for, which is a shame because again, I think that one's excellent. But that's why you are starting to see a bit of a mandate within the company that they do have to do. You know, y- what what you will get is if if they do go outside the main characters, it's for Justice League stories, which is to say that they can still put Batman on the box. Can I just pause for a moment to say that I'm tired of com- of Warner Brothers feeling as if they get some kind of a
1: badge because they get Batman right? Yeah, because uh like it's getting Batman quote unquote right is very relative. It's relative. Because he has it's, taken It's easy. He has taken like so many forms over the years. Like I've heard it say that, you know, he's basically what Whatever era he's in needs him to be. hmm And I think that's a truth. You know, in the 60s, he was goofy and silly. Now he's dark and gritty. Yeah, and
0: and I think that's true. I think that he, he is an adaptable figure. The 90s Batman isn't the 2016 Batman. hmm Yeah. You can do so much with the character, but he's easy. At the end of the day, he's a tough guy who's scary okay, you don't get points for getting that right. Uh, I really do feel like if they would put the same marketing effort behind, say, a Sinestro Corps War movie, uh, which is an amazing, big, epic Green Lantern story, they could do something great. I mean, there are stories that are sitting there that are waiting to be adapted. I do like they did at least the newest uh, Justice League movie was uh, Justice League vs. Teen Titans, which I have yet to see, but... At least you're looking outside to something. Uh, I would actually like to see that. Um, of the three movies that they've done recently, uh, like I think the last three movies all had Batman in them. Seriously, I would like that to change because I don't just need Batman. Um, uh, you know I mentioned uh, the Flashpoint paradox. Um, the Bruce Wayne Batman isn't even in that very much. He's in it at the beginning and at the end. That's a flash story. Oh, and it's a funny thing how, you know, Flash kind of is doing just fine on his own on his TV show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Gee.
0: Yeah. Which, I have yet to see any of the Flash show, but I've heard nothing but the best about it. Uh,
1: I've heard I really... It I heard it's, great. Yeah, I've heard it's superb. I'm just sold on the fact that uh, Mark Hamill shows up as a villain at one point.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, and, and I, I can't help but wonder if maybe that might have something to do with why they're putting focus on... You know, like there are bat, Like they can't do a Batman TV series Really, I mean they have Gotham But that doesn't count And I'm shocked that keeps getting renewed I've heard it's atrocious
1: Uh, I don't know I've I've seen Like the first half of season one It's alright, I mean Now granted I haven't Gone back to it uh, in Recent, you know Months, but Eh it's its own thing i guess. I heard
0: season 2 got went pretty rough though. Um really? Yeah. But i mean i i'm i, I really am of this opinion it's like okay maybe that's why because you know there's no need to do these some you know like if you want to do kryptonian stories you can just hand them to supergirl which did just get a renewal albeit with the move to D, to uh the CW yeah, uh, it was renewed, but it's going to CW and it's going to go to a lower budget. Which, by the way, I'm, that now means that I'm going to have to sit down and really watch that soon, very soon. But, I mean, I I like I like where they're going. You know, I'm not against
1: where they're going with this. Um, I've I've heard the big problem is they really need to get her out of the shadow of Superman. Yeah, I think it might not be a bad
0: a bad idea for them to. I don't know. I'd have to see the show. I can't really comment on it because I haven't seen it. But yeah, I've heard that's a big problem.
1: I've seen the first episode. And I can tell you that yeah, Superman looms a very large shadow because he's already established mm-hmm. in that uh, in that universe, and they like they only show him in like silhouette first, and I guess there's a thing where he's on. Uh, I saw a thing recently where he's on camera, but you can only see his boots, and it's like, you know, and they they kind of, you know, she becomes her own thing, I guess, but, you know, in the, at least the first episode, they, you know, kind of talk like, oh, yeah, your cousin in Metropolis. It's like, okay, that's fine, just, like, a few mentions, or maybe the setup, but, like, don't keep mentioning him! Stop! if you can't show him don't do that um exactly it's like it's supergirl's show all right just give it to her for what's worth I, I really do
0: I, i've seen arrow seasons two one and two and i really did love them um so you know i, I i'm pro arrow um I, I i like what they're doing in general with dc i mean they're at least trying something interesting um and that may be why, part of why maybe the animated movies are going to focusing on the characters that they can't show. Um, but as I said, getting back to these original, you know, especially the early movies, I really want you to point out that you have Under the Red Hood. Let me tell you why you need to watch that today. Because uh, if you have access to it, you should watch it immediately. Uh, it's an excellent story. Uh, Under the Red, you know, again, I'm, it's funny because I'm griping about how much I feel like they're overselling Batman. But this is one of the all-time great Batman stories. This really is. Uh, this would this would make my top ten all-time comic book stories. And this is one of the best movies they've ever done.
1: No, wait, 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 wait. Under the Red Hood is the one with that deals with uh, uh, one of the old Robins, right? Yes,
0: yes, Jason Todd. It okay. deals with his
1: death. Then I actually have seen that one. Okay, good, good, good. But what is it that I own that I... Hmm. Because I don't think it's that I don't I don't think it's that one. Because I did see that one. Um yeah. I'm gonna have to look at that again. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah, that's a really great one. Um, it is, yeah. It because
0: it, it really deals with the idea of Batman failing, and it it's very poignant. It's very sad. And so, Son of Batman is the one I oh, heard of, but never. Yeah, heard I've heard. I have not seen that one. Um. That may be one that I wound up watching for uh, a review. Um, Yeah, yeah. Or actually, I could let you cover that one, because if you've got it, um, that's based on a story that I think is just okay. I, 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 but I I love Under the Red Hood, because it looks at him failing,
1: and the animation is gorgeous on it. Um, That's, that's one that before, uh, before that, I did not know that there were multiple Robins in the, the Batman continuity.
0: Yeah and and this is one that deals with that very well. Um
1: it's a great story. I guess it's not entirely true because I knew from the animated series that Nightwing was was a former Robin.
0: And then that they shift in uh, Tim Drake who is great Uh Tim Drake's probably my favorite of all the Robins actually. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge uh, I'm a huge Tim Drake fan. Um Uh, There's a Batman story that needs to be adapted Is uh, the story where he first emerges into it Into uh, the role of Robin Uh, When I'm criticizing Batman It is again from a place of love I I really do love the character So, you know, there is that I I am a fan As I said, overall I like this project I do like that it gets these stories dealt with I do like that it gets these stories up on the big screen they're, you know, up on the small screen, and they are usually very satisfying. They're usually very strongly scripted. Uh, I want to talk briefly about Flashpoint Paradox, because I do have a review on it. up. You can actually see my review of it. I did, however, I did, I, I really enjoyed the movie. It had a really strong cast. It had a lot of good things. But I had some issues with it. And let's talk about Justice League War, because I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. Um, Justice League War is one that I chose very specifically. Because it very much reflects what their current plans are. They have started turning their animated movies into a direct continuity. All of their animated movies, since, uh, they, since they started this project, have the same voice cast, more or less. They have the same, uh, they follow continuity. This one kind of started the idea that all their animated movies are going to be in one continuity. Uh, son of Batman follows this one in continuity. Then uh, Justice League Throne of Atlantis follows this one in continuity. Then, uh, then I think it's uh, another Batman one. Then uh, maybe two Batman ones, and then they go to uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans. So there are all a continuity. Uh, only the Killing Joke is going to take place outside of that continuity, and that one will bring in Hamill and Conroy. Um, I'm going to save my thoughts on The Killing Joke For when it actually comes out But I am promising that I am going to watch it and review it And I am going to make all of you mad Because I'm not going <laughs> to shut up the sto- uh, I, I, I i do hate the story You all know that I hate the story I've talked about it repeatedly how much I hate the story Yeah So, there's, so yeah, so that's coming But l- let me quickly get, but Let's get into this movie So I'm going to ask you real quick What did you think about this movie Because I have a very
1: distinct opinion on this film i uh i liked it it was very interesting seeing an origin for cyborg i really liked the cyborg stuff i really liked the cyborg stuff yeah i mean it was um there are places where it's a little rushed but i mean uh you know they, they only have like the 75 minutes to work with I I yeah I agree this uh yeah it was a bit rushed in places yeah yeah and I've, I've again seen that uh, uh the only thing I've seen from this previously uh, or I had seen previously was yeah that scene with uh, Wonder Woman and the protesters yeah um
0: yeah that that is a scene that I have a lot of thoughts on um let me say what I thought of this movie I kind of I kind of didn't like it really Honestly. Yeah. And I wish I could say that I did. Um, I, I, I do really like the cyborg stuff, but to me, this felt like a lot of fight scenes glommed together. And I'm going to put the... And I'm going to have to lay the blame on this on the source material. Uh, this is based on Jeff Johns' um, Justice League Volume 1, which started the uh, New 52 universe. The DC reboot, which... Makes sense. this came after flashpoint. Um, really, flashpoint kind of is a start for this. Um, um, yeah, this is this is based on um, when I actually picked this up from the library, I actually got it in an uh, edition with the Jeff Johns book, which I uh, reread, and you know what this movie is? is it's a pilot, basically. That's how I feel about this story. is it's I feel like, first of all, I feel like the title for this movie is a bad title. I feel like Justice yeah, League Justice Origin League would have been a which is the name of the uh arc uh Origin would have been a much better title. Yeah. A lot really the problem that this movie has is that it is faithfully based upon a story that is little more than a bunch of fight scene after fight scene. It's like Batman runs into Green Lantern, they fight. They run into Flash, they fight. They run into Superman, they fight. Uh they run into Wonder Woman. she's fighting with people, then they start running into the parademons they fight, then they start running into you know yeah there's some there's a lot of stuff about this that really does frustrate me, and I wish that wasn't so
1: yeah that's that's the uh the rushed part that I felt,
0: and I think that's really a fault of the source material. This is a movie that because really there's a lot of good here there there is a lot of good when the movie stops to give itself some character scenes. it is good. Um, Everything with Cyborg is awesome
1: Yeah, yeah That is kind of That is kind of a badass If not a little disturbing uh, Origin story I
0: I like Cyborg, I think he's a good character I I like that he's recently been treated As an elevated member of the Justice League I also like that we got to see uh, Shazam get a good Running thread throughout the story Um, This is the new 52 Version of Shazam So a little bit more of an asshole then the classic version, which I don't like very much.
1: I to was say, wasn't that character previously named Captain Marvel?
0: Yes, and uh, for legal reasons, they finally decided to just... And for confusion.
1: Yeah, I wondered about that.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, the character of Shazam was previously known as Captain Marvel, but they finally realized there was too much confusion. Uh, Captain Marvel actually started with a separate company, Fawcett, that got acquired by DC. And was initially off in his own universe Before uh, Christ Son Infinite Hearts Do I make it clear to people That I really do love DC Comics Like am I making this clear to people I mean I, I, I hope Everybody's noticing that if I'm referencing A storyline I'm telling you you need to read it um, And that uh, with Shazam I highly recommend people get their hands on The original Jerry Ordway uh, Power of Shazam I think it was a graphic novel uh, But it may have been a miniseries I highly recommend people get their hands on that. That's an amazing treatment of the character. Uh, I also do like the New 52 origin. Um, but I liked how Shazam was handled in this movie. Uh, I liked that he was kind of a... I, I, maybe it wasn't my ideal version, but I did like that he got some screen time. Yeah. Uh, that was Sean Astin, wasn't it?
1: Oh, that might have been Sean Astin, yes.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I, I liked that. I, I liked him. Um, I Again... As I said, you don't get points for doing Batman well, but I like Jason O'Mara as Batman, uh, and I'll be open to seeing to watching some more of his version in more stuff. I liked him. I really liked Michelle Monaghan as Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman has a habit of getting some really awesome voice actresses. Have you noticed? I am Diana of Paradise Island. Tell me who you speak of, and by Zeus, they will taste my steel. If you really stop and look at them, uh, let's see, because Monaghan would have been an absolutely spectacular Wonder Woman in live action, actually.
1: Yeah, it wasn't there. Wasn't there a subtle um, uh, Lego movie thing where
0: that was uh, Kobe Smulders in that role? In that role, all who yeah, was yeah, yeah. who was Joss Whedon's ideal choice for the role.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And who would have been great? Who would have been great? Um, You've got, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, again, Monaghan's really great in this, and uh, God, she would have been spectacular. She would have looked the part. She would have been able to play it. Uh, uh, she have you? Uh, if she's done a lot of great work, she's an amazing actress. Um, you've got, um, you know, and then of course uh, Russell, who is always spectacular, or doing the animated version. Now, Monaghan did not come back for this one. For the sequel for uh, Throne of Atlantis, instead they had to instead they had to settle for a little known actress by the name of Rosario Dawson to replace her. <laughs> I just want us all to, for a second, think about the fact that that happened. Nice. Yes. I want us all to like stop and go. Wait a minute. That happened. And if I do wind up watching. Uh, if I do wind up watching uh, Throne, of Atlant- uh, Throne of Atlantis, it'll probably be in no small part for that reason. Uh, that is an yes. awesome bit of casting. Um, let's see, I'm trying to see. Um, yeah, uh, Sean Astin was indeed uh, Shazam. Um, let's see, and then... Oh, and Dawson came back for uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans, actually, so... Oh, right. There is that. Um, let's see. Which... I think it's cool. Um, I, I think that's really cool. Um, let's see. Um, again, there's a really good, great voice cast on this. Did you pick up what role Alan Tudyk played?
1: Yeah, I had to go back and look it up, but yeah, he was Superman. Yeah, he plays I Superman. I didn't catch that at all.
0: The thing about it is you don't catch it because he it doesn't sound out of the ordinary. He makes for an absolutely Uh-oh. superb Superman.
1: Alien is relative, by the way. It's a big universe.
0: I mean, it's funny, I'm saying I don't, I'm saying I didn't like this movie overall, but I really do have a lot of good things to say about it. Um, let me put you this way. It's on Netflix, so I can at least recommend it for that. Um, But yeah, I mean, they're really, there's a great voice cast here. Uh, everybody does a really good job. Um, I liked that for Darkseid, since his voice was so altered, rather than going with like, we're gonna go for a big name actor who you're not gonna recognize. They went with uh, voice actor Stephen Bloom, who's done a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I'm still trying to wonder how on earth it is that you just do a direct-to-video animated movie, and yet, you know, and just plug Rosario Dawson as Wonder Woman into that. That just doesn't feel right to me. Like it doesn't feel right that I shouldn't have known that she was in. Uh, ver- uh, Justice League versus Teen Titans. I'm gonna have to watch these now for that. Um, Cause seriously, that is just such awesome. See, of course, now that I think about that casting, that just makes me all the more annoyed with uh, Godot as Wonder Woman. That just makes me all the more angry. Because okay, because yes, I know that Dawson is not the quote unquote right skin color for the role. Do I look like I give a damn? Seriously, that casting is so awesome. Um. But no, I mean, I, I like the voice work on this. I think that's good. I think it's all strong. My problem is that this movie just feels too much like a fight scene versus fight scene versus fight scene versus fight scene. And I got to be yeah. honest, I wasn't very impressed with the animation. And that's something that has been a real problem with a lot of DC animated movies of late. I feel like they started really attractive. Um, as I said, I think New Frontier looks as good as anything that you could put up against a theatrical Release. I mean, I think it looks good. Uh, maybe it's not quite that good, and I might be a little hyperbolic. The animation here was really not very good, though. It was very stiff, It was very awkward. And I and I and the problem is that that's been something I've noticed in the last couple of movies. Uh, the Killing Joke trailer looks awful on an animation front. It's a lot of still shots that, like, they zoom in on. And I'm worried about that. I'm worried that these movies aren't going to be very good. You know, I want the animation to stay good. Um, as I said, I thought the animation on, which, uh, which one was it that I really liked? Um, I thought the animation on uh, Batman versus, or Superman, Batman, the way that I put it is I thought the animation on Public Enemies was good, but I started to notice this, I think Apocalypse was the first time that I noticed that there was something off. Uh, I don't think the character designs are all that attractive either, to be honest. There's a lot of very thick line work. Maybe that's just me. I mean, did did you did you feel differently? Because that may
1: have just been me. I thought the animation on this one was decent. Yeah, I mean, the uh, I was going to say the only as far as the voice cast the voice acting, the only one that I just found off was Batman. Hmm. But that's only be, but I. That might just be bias for Kevin Conroy's Batman, oh, that, but that's not. To me, that's the thing about. it is
0: it's like it's hard to put anybody against him. I am vengeance.
1: I am the knight. I am Batman.
0: We think it's alien.
1: It is, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's the only thing. Like, I, I, you know, in general, I had no problems with his performance. It was just. He's not Conroy. Yeah, to me, it's just he wasn't Kevin Conroy, which I give a pass because that's hard to, yeah, you're that's yeah, hard to come again. Well,
0: here's the thing about Kevin Conroy. He is Batman's voice. He is Batman's voice. I mean, that's, that's the voice that you think of when you think of the character. Anybody else sounds like an imposter. It doesn't matter how good they are. I I, I feel like as great as Ben Affleck was as Batman, and he probably has a chance at being the best cinematic Batman, you know, because he's, I mean, Affleck is really amazing in the role. He really does. He has the physicality. He has the, the, the voice, he has the strength, but it's always going to be with that asterisk because Conroy just is so perfect in the role. Um, it's not an accident that he's the voice of Batman for the, uh, Arkham games Yes For most of the Justice League animated movies He's the voice of Batman Uh, I know for Doom For Crisis on Two Earths He's uh, the voice of Batman Uh, For I do regret that when they did Dark Knight Returns That they didn't get him for that Um, They went with Peter Weller who I'm sure did a fine job But that's still not You know I mean it's Robocop But it's still not I still feel like that's a missed opportunity For the definitive Batman To be doing this definitive story Again I don't happen to think it is a definitive story But that's just me But um, I, I do I mean I, I do feel like yeah he Conroy is Batman uh, That's why if there is one little thing That could give me some hope for the killing joke It is going to be the fact that he is going to be back For Batman Yeah. Though I just have to ask Do I have to see Twilight Sparkle get shot in the spine? And molesta. Oh, Do I
1: have to see that? It should I take it she's she's going to be Harley in that. No, she's the voice of uh Batgirl in it. She's the voice of Batgirl in it. Oh no.
0: Unfortunately, and this is very, very, very sad to point out, uh unfortunately she was the voice of uh she's voiced Batgirl before on a few other projects. Um
1: she voiced Harley Quinn in uh um, Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's voiced she has voiced the role before. Um
0: let's see. Where did she do it before? Um Let's see. She did it uh at least once for um, one of the Gotham projects and then let's see. She's done it yeah, she's done it multiple times in multiple different roles. So that's really just going to make this sad. And she's doing Harley Quinn for the uh Web series uh, DC Superhero Girls, but I don't need to see that. That's all. I just don't need to see that. I just don't need to see that. Um, but anyway, I'm oh, ge- I'm getting ahead yeah. of myself. I, I I'm going to watch it. I am going to review it. Um, I am going to give my thoughts on it. But again, with this one, I really I'm really not that bugged. You know, I, I, yeah, it, it is unfair. Getting back to that, it was unfair to talk about to compare to Kevin Conroy because he just is so much Batman. Um, you know, it's funny that Superman doesn't really seem to. Ha- well, Superman's definitive voice was Christopher Reeve, in my opinion. Even you know, Superman was is Christopher Reeve, uh, not because of the sad tragedy of his death, but because come on, watch seventy eight, he was he was Superman. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. But getting back to the animation, you made a point that I wanted to get back to, which is you, you point out that it does such a focus on Jim Lee's art at the beginning. hmm Yeah. And then it doesn't look a damn thing like Jim Lee's art.
1: No. Like, why would you do that? Why would you focus on that if you're not going to emulate it? And you know what? If it was bad art that I, that I didn't care about, maybe I wouldn't be so bothered.
0: But I love Jim Lee's art. I think Jim Lee is an absolute master of an artist. So you're only reminding me that I'm not getting something that I could be having. Mm-hmm. That's frustrating to me. I, I don't need to be reminded that, you know, I could be having something great when I'm not. Just please don't do that. Um, I'm not that bent out of shape about some of this. I mean, I'm really not. Uh... The the animation though, it's just it's just not very good. It's just very clunky. It's very cheap. And if this was supposed to be like their big, hey, we're really trying to reintroduce the animated movies reboot, I wish it had looked better. I don't know. I mean that and that may just be me. That may just be my tastes, but I d I don't know. I just wish it had looked better. Um I will say, did you watch all of the credits? Yes I did. They did do a post credit scene. They did.
1: I forgot what it was, but it's just a
0: setup for it's just a setup for the fact that their next movie is was uh, Throne of Atlantis. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 very negative on this film, but at the same time, it's on Netflix, and if you've got 78 minutes, it's not a bad use of your time. You know what it ultimately feels like for me is because it is the pilot to what they were doing, trying to get a unified universe. It's 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 that I couldn't. Get past the fact that this was just a lot of setup is what it comes down to Yeah I may like the other movies more, honestly I may like what they're doing more Um, I just wish I'd liked this one more I don't know, as it is, like, as it is, I'd say Three out of five, really Which is still leaning on the positive side Because the character work is good Um, I do want to go back, though, to that one scene Because that one scene That one scene is aggravating Like, Honestly, now that I think about it, that one scene, is enough to make me go a uh, two point five out of five. Let's talk about that the Wonder one scene. Woman scene. Yeah, the Wonder Woman scene. There is a scene where Wonder Woman is um, walk is uh, going to DC, and everybody's yelling at her, and everybody's screaming at her. Yeah. And we get to hear a certain word used that I wish hadn't been used. I'm not gonna use it.
1: Yeah. And you dress like a whore.
0: It's the W word. It's the W word. Why did you use that word? This is a movie that children are going to watch. It doesn't matter that it's PG-13. Children are still going to watch it. Why did you use that word? Yeah. I, and I'm not trying to be a language... I'm not trying to police language. I'm trying to say that it doesn't feel right. Because you also, then later in the film, have characters using the word freaking all the time. Yeah. It's like, you can use that word... If you're going to go ahead and be R rated. To me, that's an R word. That's an R rated word. That's not a PG 13 word. I don't like. And in the content. And the problem with it is the character that uses it, she later puts. She then puts the lasso of truth on him and reveals. And he reveals that he cross dresses as her.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: God. That scene was not in the original comic.
1: Yeah. I think you pointed that out to me before. It wasn't. So. Yeah, so that's kind of a weird out of place addition I didn't I didn't like it, it didn't work for me uh, Again,
0: it, it's a shame because Monaghan actually really steps up her That's really where she really impressed me Because she handles this scene so well And she really does do a strong job with her voice work here I really wish she would get more work beyond disposable woman Who's just at the side worrying about her husband She really is a better actress than that you know, I know it's what she did in True Detective. I mean, it's like, I know what you're capable of. Do do better. Get better work. I mean, uh, always. I just, I didn't like that scene. And I also felt like it was a little bit like, ha ha, he dresses up in, in women's clothing. Everybody's got their fetish. Furthermore, did we have to think about fetishes in an animated movie? I mean, again, when I found this one, A lot of the things that it recommended to me were kids things, which makes me wonder, does this show up in recommendations for kids? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, kids, here's a nice superhero animated film. And it's very violent. I mean, as you pointed out, the the stuff with Cyborg is very disturbing. It's very good. It is, yeah. It really is good. I mean, that really is good. And I, I like Cyborg. I think he's an interesting character, but... Yeah, that's not for kids. Also, the way they no. defeat Darkseid is graphic as hell. It is, yes. They have to destroy his eyes. Yeah, that's pleasant. Yeah. Oh, God, this. Was, uh, but uh, but uh, but but again, it, it works if you presume this is for adults. But I don't know. I will say this is this is the rare movie though where I really do feel like maybe the 78 minute runtime might have been a bit of a chafing thing for them. Maybe an extra 10 minutes would have helped. I, I really do think that. Um, for the record, I wasn't, I was neither uh, entertained or I, I had no issues with how they handled Green Lantern or Flash. They were just sort of there. Yeah. They've been played by better actors, but they've
1: been played by worse actors. <clears throat> Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, I think at one point Nathan Fillion.
0: Yeah, well I was time I, I intended Reynolds sadly on the worst side.
1: Yeah. Which is too bad.
0: There was only one comic book character Ryan Reynolds was ever meant to play, okay. <laughs> Him trying to do other ones yes. was pathetic, and we know that now because now that he finally got to play that character, we know
1: yeah, yeah. And hey, even he even he rags on it in the film. Yeah, which honestly, I I I do wanna
0: if we have a second, because I know we've both seen—you've seen Green Lantern, right? I haven't. Really, congratulations! What a missed opportunity that is. <laughs> that is such a bad movie. Um, uh, Blake Lively. I'm—I I really need somebody to explain to me why she's getting work. Like, I need somebody to explain to me why she's getting work. She's awful in that movie. She is downright atrocious in that movie. Um, she has no chemistry at all with Reynolds in it. And, and, and that's too, which is funny in light of reality. Uh, in in reality, she's actually sporting a baby bump right now, because um, uh, uh, she's expecting their second child. In reality, yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're actually they're actually married with uh one child and then another on the way. I just I'm sorry, she's just like she's such a bad actress that I saw a trailer for her next movie the other day on uh, Civil War. They had a trailer for her next movie, and I was just sitting there going. This is a movie that's going to This, is, this movie looks like The Grey Except you take out that movie's amazing cast of actors And it's Blake Lively vs. Sharks Why do I not have a feeling I'm going to enjoy this movie?
1: What movie is that? The
0: Shallows
1: The Shallows yeah, I didn't get that trailer
0: oh, Congratulations Though it, did, did you get the Central Intelligence trailer? Because that one looks That's the one with the, the rock in a fat suit no,
1: I didn't get that one either.
0: Yeah, that doesn't look very good either. I I I don't want to see. Imagine the, not. I don't want to see the rock in a fat suit. I don't want to see no. fat suits anymore. Can we get rid of fat suits, no. please? Although in this case, it's yeah, more like same. they badly CGI'd his face onto. Um, it it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. How about that?
1: Uh, guys,
0: please. Yeah, can we not do this?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. Let's get getting, getting back to these movies. I hate. I. I. I'm. A, I'm a little bit disappointed by this movie, but I do want to keep watching. I do want to keep seeing where they're going. Overall, I encourage this project. I think it's a good one. I think the idea of doing these animated, doing these stories in this form, is a good one at the very least because it gets people talking about the original stories. Um, and there has been a lot of cross promotion. Uh, they tend to when they do. Uh, you know, DC does tend to put out uh, movie tie-in versions of the graphic novels to let people know. Uh, they did that with the uh, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Definitely, it does send people to the comics, and that does give me some hope because these are good stories that they tend to adapt. I wish this one had been better. Uh, I like Jeff Johns' work so much. I don't. I haven't been impressed with his work on Justice League, though, to be honest. And I'm kind of fine that he's moving on from it. Yeah, I wish this one had been better But I'm not too heartbroken that it's not And I'll still watch the other movies they do So that's kind of really Where I stand on this Um, Overall if someone was to be coming to these projects uh, The three that I would recommend Off the top of my head Without hesitation are Wonder Woman New Frontier And um, Under the Red Hood And so those
1: are my thoughts On the whole animated movie project Yeah I do want to on my list of things to see is the uh, uh, I'm not sure which one the which Green Lantern it is, but the one that Nathan Fillion is Green Lantern. Uh,
0: that's Emerald Knights.
1: That's Emerald Knights, and that's based on some that's Emerald Knight. Okay. And
0: that's the anthology one that's based on some really good stories. Uh, I haven't seen that one, but
1: I I need to because I, I I like the stuff. Yeah, and that was I think the uh, thing behind that is uh, that's a lot of fans choices for the role too yeah
0: well that's the thing
1: that's what's so painful is philian
0: would be perfect uh he's done two of these movies because he did uh he was also in wonder woman as uh, steve trevor yes he was i i you know it's funny if you stop and think about it they really i i think with the exception of maybe adam baldwin they've gotten in the entire um
1: Firefly. Firefly.
0: Yeah, in fact, I'm going to go through and I'm going to make just really quick while I'm doing it, I'm going to make a quick list of these. Um, But let's see. um, Because, okay, uh, you've got um, Fillion in those two roles. You've got um, Summer Glau played uh, Supergirl in uh, Apocalypse. Oh, man, just sent me a great message. Yes, Marina Bakarin as uh, Talia Al Ghul. Uh, In Son of Batman Uh, Sean Marr uh, As uh, Nightwing in that too So there's two for the price of one Alan Tudyk as um, uh, Superman in that one I refuse to believe that uh, Jewel Stead has not done something She I guess she hasn't Um, You know they really have mined the Firefly cast Pretty well for this Um, Nice Which is awesome i am totally yeah i guess she's never done anything for that that's she's the she and uh, she and nathan fillion or she and adam baldwin are the ones i guess who have not and you know what i'm gonna check and see i'm sure baldwin has done something but i don't want to acknowledge him because i don't acknowledge him as a person
1: yeah he's kind of a terrible person <laughs> oh yeah he's he was, he's perfect he's perfect for jane because yeah he's kind of a terrible person
0: he is uh he is atrocious Oh, no, no, no. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Um, uh, okay. Stay-Eyed officially becomes the only one, and I don't think Ron Glass has done anything either. However, uh-huh. I missed a major one. Adam Baldwin was, uh, Superman in uh, Superman Doomsday.
1: Oh. So there you go.
0: Maybe that's why he hated it so much. There you go. They've... <laughs> with with the exception of, uh, her and, uh, Ron... I don't think Ron Glass has done anything, but you know what? I'm gonna check that. Uh... Gina Torres, for the record, was what did, since I, I can't ignore her either, she was in Crisis on Two Earths. I knew that. Yeah. Wow. They Really? They have mined the Firefly? I did not know how much they've mined the Firefly cast. Nope. He was in an episode of Superman, the animated series. That's a very small Excellent. thing. That's a very small thing. Screw it. I'm going to count. I'll count it, you know? Yeah. It, it would...
1: predates Firefly, but it doesn't matter. So there you go.
0: DC Animation loves Firefly. <laughs> that is the strange conclusion that we have come to at the end of this cast. DC Animation loves Firefly. It's okay. Excellent. So do we. So do we. So so, we do too. So you know, I don't know. I mean, it's funny. As I said, I wasn't. All... God, we've got we've gotten long off topic, but I yeah I I I mean I still want to see. That's the thing. Even though I wasn't all that high on this one, I want to see more of these and i i like what they're doing i wish marvel would do the same this is the one area that i really do have to give dc credit i wish marvel would do the same now obviously marvel has kind of been adapting their major stories stories such as the winter soldier and civil war have made it to have made it to motion just in a different way i mean and let's face it we all know that civil war fan, that fans of civil war are not too happy with how much of an adaptation it was i.e. that it really barely was whatever whatever <laughs> whatever but i i wish marvel would do this i really quick i have seen a couple of marvel animated movies uh planet hulk is the closest thing they've done to trying to do this kind of thing in animation uh because with planet hulk they did in fact adapt the uh uh excellent excellent uh graphic novel aside from the last 5 minutes and that one actually is pretty long that one actually runs about 90 minutes hey yeah that's good I, I do recommend planet hulk um and doctor strange is really good um oh nice. but most of the other ones that i've seen marvel hasn't had as much luck with the animation and i wish they would um i've never been all that impressed with their animated series either for that matter um i'm sorry X-Men 92 sucks. X-Men the animated series sucks, and I'm sorry if you're still clinging to it, it sucks. I'm glad if it was your first exposure to the comics and it got you in, but it sucks. But you can abandon it now safely. You can. <laughs> just, just I'm sorry cuz it's not very I'm sorry. I've tried to watch it lately. It's not very good. Yeah. But anyway, those are my thoughts on these. Um I do recommend trying them. I recommend trying them even if they're not all that good they're short so you don't lose anything so the, those are my thoughts a bunch
1: of them are on netflix so i mean you know try out see what you like
0: yeah flashpoint this uh, son of batman are on netflix and also a lot of the anim- also a lot of the dc animated universe is on netflix so give it a shot and we are we don't know what we're getting next time so that's going
1: to be the fun you can find us on our blog at thefilmroom.poppy.com uh, is the source of the cast. You can subscribe to us directly on there, or subscribe through iTunes. That works too. And please rate and review us on iTunes. That's how we get hits, and uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be very helpful. You can find us our Twitters. We are collectively at Film Room Cast. I am at Permanent Demand P R D. Austin is at Untitled User, and uh, Harold Ragsdale the Silent. I guess now third member of our troupe is at Cybergun Films. We are on Facebook. Like us there. Facebook.com slash The Film Room. Find us on our side blog, The Film Room Lobby. There's a lot of stuff about comics, a lot of stuff about geekery there. Yeah, we have the comics for rent uh, coming up. And, uh, like new, new comics for rent stuff. Um, yeah, check us out there. Uh, the uh last but certainly not least our Patreon thank you guys so much for your continued support and uh, and yeah help us get to 30 we're still we're still kind of pushing for that you know we want the website uh, we uh, I hesitate to say we want to do God's Not Dead too, but we want to do God's Not Dead too. just for you guys We're going to do God's Not Dead too. It's just a matter of Well, we've got to hit the mark And of course We've got to wait for it to come out on video But that's another issue But we, nonetheless You know, we we, we want to do it for y'all So, you know yes us well, $30 But yes uh, Our existing Patreon supporters Thank you Daisy Thank you Sheila Thank you Tom Notoli, Thank you Bridget and thank you, Nathan. Thank you guys so
0: much for your good yeah. support. I will be talking to Nathan in a moment. So, um, till t- then, guys. Later. Later.